I don't think anything had ever tempted me to try LSD or any other hallucinogenic because my imagination is ripe and my anxiety is just as high. You're listening to that blessed and highly flavored podcast. It's only because a nigga blessed. Welcome back to Black Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of The Umbrella Academy, Season 2, Episode 8, The Seven Stages. This episode was written by Mark Goffman and Jesse McQuan and directed by Amanda Marsalis. I rated this episode 7.9 out of 10. While I was charmed by some of the interactions, there were a few that I were not quite so invested in. I'm glad that Diego went to the commission, although I'm not confident what Lila thought was going to be the outcome of the situation. That rather confused me and I'm not sure what the what the storyline is trying to tell me about her character. I was also rather disappointed, even though they have the opportunity to in the next episode, to understand a lot better the character of Five, seeing him as this older man. And I love seeing the actors play off of each other. I thought it was fun in some cases, but it was a letdown that it was a whole bunch of air for our first act maybe in the second act they will give me just a bit more but I was disappointed on the Luther 5 aspect of it and then the whole Vanya part that were in some respect just nonsensical in a way that in this show I'm usually ignoring but in this one it was evidently idiotic so let's start our recap Vanya is being held in a federal building. She is being interrogated by special agent Willie Gibbs. Now is this, I don't, I'm not sure what Carl's last name is, but I don't think that this is his brother. I was not entirely sure because he had gotten a call from his brother, but I can't remember what his last name is. And I'm, I don't feel confident that you know because she asked where sissy and yeah he even said the last name was cooper like the child and mrs cooper have been remanded into the custody of mr cooper and they believe that she is a russian spy because she doesn't know who she is which is convenient she doesn't have any paperwork equally convenient and that she also speaks russian Now, this is during the Cold War. And yes, America was this fucking crazy about communists. When he said, I will do whatever it takes against communist threats by the FBI, he was being damn serious about it. Because there's one thing Hoover hated more than a poorly dressed woman (laughs) was communists and black people so yeah there was a lot of infamous communist hunting due to what you if you weren't part of the status quo then you were definitely a communist never mind that you weren't a russian sympathist or that you just thought maybe this thing that 
maybe under the communist category makes sense as a as a whole and nothing to do with the party at all they had went after hollywood as well deeply during this period because a lot of actors and celebrities that were more travel ready educated folks right because <laughs> you have to remember in our history as a country and it's still playing out as our in our country because of our history that you know there's a huge pop- uh, part of our population that are just stupid as fuck they just are I mean, if you're still debating whether or not the earth is round or flat, I don't know what to say to you. (laughs) And yet you have a great, like, it's not 14 people on the side of the the road, man. It's, uh, it's staggering numbers. So, yeah, I can definitely see how at this period in history, that the only history they want in the books is the one in which there were slaves there was a civil war and we freed those slaves and now we live separate but equal lives and everything from here like 60s was rough rough time in american history change was fought okay 10 whole years a decade of change so when people be acting like on Twitter, oh, nobody's talking about a bitch. No, you need to grow the hell up. <laughs> like quickly, this shit do not happen overnight. Revolutions take damn time and they're exhausting. So off of my history kick, Vanya kills or attempts to kill Gibbs using the water, I'm guessing. But she is drugged from behind by the nurse because Vanya continuously forgets to check her six. Vanya, you did this with the officer. This should not be a weakness for you. I understand that they snuck up on you, but you knew she was in the room. Why are you trying to kill only one bird when there are two? Don't make no sense. They just needed to orchestrate this in a way that Vanya was indeed and will always be, quote, as Diego says later, the bomb. In the alley, Five is losing his shit. Fuck you. Fuck the plane you flew in on. Fuck them shoes. Fuck the socks with the bell on it. Fuck your gay ass fairy faggot accent. Fuck them cheap ass cigars. Fuck your yuck mouth teeth, fuck your hairpiece, fuck your chocolate, fuck Guy Ritchie, fuck Prince William, fuck the Queen. This is America. My president is black and my Lambo is blue, nigga. Now get the fuck out of my hotel room. And if I see you in the street, I'm slapping the shit out of you. I think I've said this before, but I will say it again because I don't mind saying it. Aiden Gallagher is my favorite actor and character on this show of number five. It's just... it's just adorable but also not in the oh look he's so cute way but it's endearing how much his family gets on his fucking nerves and yet he is willing to do anything for him like i jumped on the fact that he was going to the next backup desperate plan that he had in his pocket somewhere before luther did 
because I, I know what this tantrum is all about. He's like, you couldn't fucking get here in the dead line. I really don't even know what I sacrificed. He keeps them so in the dark too about what he does to sacrifice for the family. And I think that's a huge deal. Uh, at least a point in his dynamic with the other family members. But Luther's like, what about Vanya and Allison? He don't even mention Diego. <laughs> And he's like, fuck Vanya and Allison. Or he's like, screw them. And then Luther's like, we just can't leave them. And Klaus is like, I feel weird. But also, isn't Diego a very responsible person? I feel like he would have showed up. And that's when Luther's like, I think something must have happened to them. Clearly. All of them want to get home. (laughs) There's no reason why they would not show up if something did not happen. When Five walks off in frustration to apparently take a nap because, you know, we keep forgetting he might, he's a kid. He, he might be low on sugar. You know, he, he may have tuckered himself out, overstimulated. Luther tells Klaus to go check on Allison while he the, deals with Five. And then he's like, and find the others. What? You mean Diego? and Vanya he's like go check on Allison but if you run into Vanya and Diego uh bring them back here I'll take care of five Klaus then tells Ben who's still sitting in that I'm just gonna say it's baby formula and milk it's just gross I'm just tired of seeing bodily functions on television and I want it to stop and he tells him that his possession privileges have been officially revoked And Ben says he regrets nothing. I'm not sure what went wrong other than the fact that he wanted to get out. I don't don't know. What was the big big deal here? Uh, Because he said, okay, let me out. And he was like, no, you're not allowed. Luther chases five who tells him, like I said, he has to do the unthinkable. Despite exclaiming every man for himself. And that they're all walking corpses. He goes in, what is his room now? (laughs) Or is it Elliot's? And locks Luther out. Ray is fluttering like three grandmas took the wrong left turn and now they're in the ghetto as he is looking at this deceased assassin in his house. After this episode, it's official. Ray cannot roll with us. Ray does not have it in him. He's from a different time. Then he got on my nerves when he said, what about the movement? It's all over. It's going to be done because I'm going to go to the lecture chair for this. Damn, damn, damn. Now I am not discarding one's individual presence to a movement. But he was talking as if Obama got directly into the office due to his actions. What the fuck you mean the movement is done? I'm sorry, did I see your name on any statues that happened, that something happened as a direct correlation of you being there? But also, what part of your life being in immediate danger did you not get? And then if you're so worried about going to jail, how about not answer the door in your bloody shirt? Never mind that you opened it and you realized that it was Klaus. What if it was the police? 
Were you not going to open? You know they would bust in. And you got blood all over yourself. How about you change? I don't know. But then when he opens and see that it's Allison's brother, he going to talk about this is not a good time right now. Ray, you know that's her brother. And I love that Ray or Klaus played it off like, hey, Ray, like you're a nice guy and I'm going to be kind to you and civil, but I'm not really looking at you like you family, family. And that's exactly how Klaus played the scene where he's like, oh, Ray, have you, uh, uh, I was so worried about you. Have you seen, oh, bitch move. There goes Allison. Girl, how you do? Oh, I was so worried about you. <laughs> then he sees the Swedish man. He's like, oh, so it's going to be one of those nights, huh? So are we burying or burning this bitch? Hey, hey, The remaining Swede is looking at a photo of him and his brothers. He relives being told to murder his brother. And he definitely feels a lot of pain over this. It's interesting that he's not angry at Allison, right? And I told, I think this was brought up previously that they're kind of like Vikings where if they go into battle and they get taken down by their opponent, that's fair play what he had an issue with and what he's going to also have an issue with is the fact that there was deception and it was an unfair fight like he went up in her crib she got him to use her powers uh they knew she had the powers clearly that's why he punched her in the throat i think but then she got the upper hand and she used her powers against him so i don't think that's the issue and that is why he was about to take an axe and chop off his own hand to erase the feeling of strangling his own brother when he comes across the phony commission container and realizes that the handler has played them all for a fool setting them up to basically be killed i'm not sure of her plans other than she thought that they would kill diego and she tried to get rid of diego because lila liked him and that was a problem for her and so maybe that's the whole it like we but they were already assigned to them in the first place to take him out because they were messing with the timeline but then that's where i'm getting confused on this episode because diego finds out what happens this episode with herb so if herb did not know about this anomaly in the timeline and hazel did how if he did not work for the commission anymore also the 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 time it doesn't add up right or am i just missing something because they got off the bus was five was right there he saved um five from the future he took him away the 10 days earlier then the Swedes got off the bus. I figured that they were sent to correct the fact that they were going to cause the apocalypse in 1960. So then this side thing with her having, I'm not sure where, where, where am I missing it? Is it me? It's possible it's me, <laughs> but I feel like there is a gap somewhere that doesn't line up. 
but i do like this swedish guy the actor that's playing him i think he has a very um expressive face what's his name chris holden reed right i told y'all he was um on my show the expanse but i think he just i don't know he's like a silent there's a story going on with him and it's so subtle but it's just a man about you know I, I go out and i kill for my brothers and this job just went wrong and and but it was based on conceit and that pisses him the hell off i did laugh at the funniest thing that the handler has said in two seasons which is your vagina needs glasses he is not worth it hey bro what oh my god she told her daughter this after Lila says that she has recruited her new boyfriend Diego to be a part of her team and since she is chief of security and no one likes her and she needs fresh blood she should allow Diego to be recruited trust her judgment uh, she tells Diego I have history with you and he sh that shall not be named she does call him five eventually and that she is concerned about that diego says he has beef with everyone including myself and that i am loyal to no one because uh, she asked if it becomes between your family and the timeline will you choose your family and he says i'm loyal only to myself and i sure as shit ain't loyal to lila <laughs> which makes her happy and she says well fine you can go ahead and be recruited as new blood but she tells her daughter that if he steps out of line you have to be the one that kills him fair enough now if lila was actually pay attention to the words that were coming out of diego's mouth she would understand that diego does not want to be here that despite how cool it is that she thinks i can set you up with a job and look how heroic it is working at the commission and we protect the timeline and yada 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 when we get there he says i have been drugged and kidnapped i want to go home she set herself up for failure now this whole grace thing she goes snooping around of reggie's finds info that maybe diego wasn't wrong and reggie is involved in a possible assassination attempt against the president reggie busts her and he's not angry but he tells her look i love you or i like you a lot i want to spend the rest of my life with you and stuff but i can't discuss my work things but she says i need to know that you're a good person and if you're a good person please tell me you're not about to harm the president and he cannot say those words and she cannot wait one day to be or have an honest relationship with him and leaves and this hurts him will reginald be mad at diego for this what is the what is the point of this i think this storyline kind of feels shoehorned in it's not giving its proper due i understand this is supposed to set up something but it's not given enough depth even in the small scenes that we we're given for me to really care about where we fell down on this something clearly happened to grace because she was made into a robot or he made a robot replicant of her 
so did she die did she just really do move on does this really happen the first time in the timeline because then there's some interesting stuff that herb says when he gets to the um when he gets to the commission that has me very thrown and i hate time stuff because you know that's always fucked up dark has ruined me with timeline stuff so i will never be sure if what happens is supposed to happen and this is all the way it did happen or if reggie's gonna change his mind and decide not to kill the president i don't know or is this what reggie's because he says something interesting to her like there's a lot of things about you i don't understand and that's kind of a response you would have if you're like a supernatural being and you're like you meet this human and you're like oh i don't know what makes you so beautiful human but i can't get enough and i will save your species because it It kind of feels like that right (laughs) and so i'm not thoroughly sure why this is important apparently like i said earlier the boys just needed a nap luther comes into the kitchen and sees five is drinking a lot of water putting baby powder in places everywhere that baby powder uh does not feel comfortable and he is also putting on deodorant or does it no that wasn't deodorant that was the baby powder i thought at first it was deodorant (laughs) and then that's when luther's like oh i am slow you do have a plan you're not saying fuck us all and he says he needs to find himself five does and he is starting to stretch because apparently being limber is a is a thing that needs to be done because they're going to get his briefcase so that they can go home but there is two problems the one being he is the most dangerous assassin in the space-time continuum He does add arguably and he knows that how he'll react is not going to be great because you're not supposed to exist in close proximity to yourself in the same timeline because it comes with some pretty disastrous effects. (laughs) I don't know about disastrous but a little funny a little funny. I love the way in which he numbered them off first is denial second is itching third is extreme thirst and urination that's why he had to piss i love the fact that both of them are experiencing this at the same time because they're both not supposed to be next to each other i thought that was a nice touch excessive gas acute paranoia uncontrolled perspiration and homicidal rage i love they put that like that's the worst one (laughs) and it really is everything else sounded rather like it's uncomfortable but oh okay number seven yeah that's not great he asked luther to be his spotter and he's like is that like a wingman (laughs) to keep him on task no matter what and apparently luther is still stuck on the homicidal rage part and needs to be told to hurry up we have a scene with carl and sissy (laughs) his brother tells him that vanya was a spy all along and i'm still not hating carl because man i i I, if a woman showed up out of nowhere 
trying to steal your family. <laughs> He's trying to comfort her on the bed like you've been led astray. It's rational to want to go to church, work it out. He already thinks his wife doesn't. He's already has, you know, feelings of insecurity about his marriage that she may not love him anymore. He feels like a man who's trying to hold on to a really good relationship. And like I said, he invited this woman in. He thought it was well, you know, because she's helping with Harlan. And that means that there's stress off his wife. And look, I even made all these sales. He's, he's, he's a man of his times. And considering he's the man of those times, he could be doing what they would be doing, which is beating her and humiliating her possibly even divorcing her because we didn't see him cheat on her we didn't see him do anything to garner any type of you know response that says this is the bad guy and we shouldn't validate his feelings he is being an uncanny white man of the period Vanya is not being subjected to uncanny behavior from the FBI or she is or no did I say it right I'm not sure she's being given electric shock therapy because this was a thing and then given lysergic acid diathamide basically LSD (laughs) right in the eyeball they look pure as hell and that is my worst fear come to life. I do not want to be on fucking hallucinogenics. I just don't. Maybe some mushrooms one day <laughs> when I'm in Vegas and, you know, I'm in a safe place with a friend or maybe on an I don't know, you know, on an island because I might start seeing shit coming from the sea. I'm just, I feel as if, I don't know why I think it would go to a dark place because I'm a light, fluffy person. So I would think I'd be on a cloud of rainbows and unicorns and Tom Hiddleston, Ewan McGregor, pretty much a lot of dark haired, blue eyed British men. But I don't, I don't know if I can, like I might have a panic attack just at the thought. (laughs) So until I get over that irrational or, or, you know, rational. Hey, people die from this. I don't know anyone. Did anyone? I've never actually heard any stories of people dying from LSD, but I'm sure they've had a bad trip. That's definitely a thing. And I don't want to take a bad trip that can last, according to the medical information I Googled, 12 fucking hours. That's a long ass time to be on. That's, uh uh-uh, nah. I mean, back in the day, you get too fucking high and you're just like, ah. Well, that never actually happens when you're high. Like when you're too drunk. <laughs> when you're getting like, oh, this is too much. Nope, I don't like this feeling anymore. The room is spinning. That's a better analogy. I like the artistic direction they took with the song Pepper from group Butthole Suffers. Okay, sure. Um, that sounds like a lot of unpleasant things go down on, in their concert. It was a great way for Vanya to connect to her past. I think that was done artistically well. Everything contrived to get her to this point, not so much. She's back in her school uniform. Everyone's at the table, all the academy 
supper with dad he says take your seat child and that you need to have the answer to the question because we want you to get your damn memory back five and luther then locate himself in an irish bar and five mentions that oh by the way i'm also endangering my existence as this version of me must go back to 2019 so this is incredibly risky to himself and luther offers to go talk to himself first because it might freak him out to see you and so he walks up to him and he says hey um five and the old man version i just thought it was so that's why i want to know so much there's a vulnerability in five that i think is not explored above because we're so used to seeing the sarcastic shit uh maniac killer that he is but he says um when he says number one he's like luther (laughs) how did you get here and then he's like so i need to introduce you to someone but i need you not to freak out and then the older version is introduced to the younger version and he's like hey stranger commission i did write down some of the the pa announcements because i thought they were funny it's just something you would hear at a business even though they don't have anything businesses would have like key cards or pads that you know you have to you know type in a code to get in a room or anything like that security those those necessary things but one of the ones that caught my attention was the timeline is your lifeline lila is excited to have diego join her ranks as she tells him that we protect the timeline that diego's hero complex can be explored except you'll be working in a team he has led the orientation where lila kisses him goodbye and then we get a presentation <laughs> i love the fact that the lady didn't even make a no attempt to the fact that she was going to sleep like she's like uh in case y'all did not see this pillow and this recliner that i am sitting on (laughs) i'm taking a nap i did laugh at the promotional video when it said free coffee free donuts fees apply gotcha bitch i've also watched way more um what's it called teen aqua force teen hunger aqua force the one with the talking shake <laughs> I've watched many, many, many series and the movie of that. And so I also was having a good old time with this whole introductory video because it reminded me of the movie when they were like, you can't put your seats away. And they started um like moving out it was the hot dog and the soda and then the rock band came in. If you've never seen the movie, you have no idea what I'm talking about. But we get some information on the commission. I like that we're getting tiny details because that is interesting to me. That there are different positions of analyst uh, who keeps everyone informed. Operations, they're in charge of safety. And then we have the infinite switchboard operator who is the most important person because they monitor entire timelines and report anomalies. He skips out of class to head and find such location. 
five and five instantly dislike and are suspicious of one another and he's like and i thought this was funny he's like well i'm older than this pipsqueak kid and the younger version is like i'm 14 days older than you bitch <laughs> i'm like it's only been 14 days i know five's life gotta be stressed i'd be freaking out too i'm allowing him so much more because from where he is sitting right now to where he goes is a lot but i did laugh when the older version said i have pubic hair that are smarter than you and he tells him exactly what happened he's like well basically if you so damn smart when you go back in time you're gonna fuck up the calculations and i'm gonna be stuck in this body forever so it's clarified he will remain a child forever it's not that he will grow up he is stuck in that permanent form as a 13 year old boy i think he's 13 i'm just throwing that out there and he also says that i know that you have been thinking about going back in time and that you've been looking at that eyeball they both are farting which is hysterical and they proposed an exchange like you give me your briefcase so that we can get back and do our thing and then you will get the correct calculations to jump forward in time and then you will not turn into this little boy that is me because i have now corrected such calculations the older version says i need to take a piss and five tells luther i don't trust him as luther gently towels his sweating forehead back at the commission another pa announcement a tidy workspace is a happy workspace this is so very true because when you walk up in the women's restrooms and you open one of them damn stalls oh, ew, what the fuck? there's honestly just no excuse so diego goes into a room i thought it was gonna go to the future because they kept showing 2589 uh i thought it was weird that he also could just walk in he is trying to figure out how this works because it can't be so hard when he almost electrocutes himself what he does and herb comes in says don't kill me then says something interesting everyone knows you you're number two you're a legend now i am not i i didn't grasp from the show that the umbrella academy lasted that long but i could be wrong so say hey they are known for like 17 18 at the most years in which they have stayed under their father's house and they have done what he has asked and they are these superheroes and then they all went out and got their own careers so 18 years to build up a good reputation however the way in which he said legend makes me feel as if they are like the umbrella academy is something to the timeline or so or there are some people to the timeline like what is that about <laughs> is it divine to be or not maybe at the end of the series we will get a better answer of that maybe we'll get answers in season three maybe i will go on reddit and see what they feel because there are theories out there that i don't entertain at all because i don't typically go on reddit but i bet there is something i, I heard about the whole 
five maybe the old man thing but that was through the grapevine <laughs> i think i was watching someone's video when i heard about that so herb is more than willing to help diego get back or help him anyway first he wasn't he's like oh that's breaking code violation there's been a coup and the handlers disappearing folks but sure you're a legend why not and he uh he allows him to see the day that kennedy gets assassinated i laughed so hard when herb was like oh no why would you know oh no no bad herb was the mvp of this episode i thought he was a character i paid no attention to previously and given a little bit of spotlight he was really great he he definitely comedically did his lines well i would say better than luther i think luther to me he uh the actor tom hopper there are times he does comedy really well and there's sometimes he's just you can tell he's still learning it just a bit and that's not like a shit on him mimi because i know you all sensitive about tom hopper but it's my critical assessment because the part where he was like watching and waiting for like that didn't work for me at all and i get that was supposed to be funny as they watch the footage this is when they realized too that the frankel footage that hazel had passed on that explosion was not the kennedy shot that it was indeed the explosion of the fbi building where vanya is blowing shit up because they see the motorcade it gets away kennedy's never killed and i really wanted klaus to be the one to be petty and yell called it but alas i was denied and so it shall just be my head cannon so this is what sets off the nuclear annihilation because the president blames the russians the russians deny it uh nuclear weapons are fired and the world blows up in a ball of fire and then he sees diego sees vanya himself and then i kept thinking what didn't five tell them this because he went to the future he saw that they were there but that's all he did say he says you were there or we were there not that we caused it or what let up i just feel like they should have known this he's not good with details but then herb's face once again when he sees that it's vanya so funny just so funny like oh oh that's not that's not how it's supposed to go diego is then helped to get home by laurie stance who ain't down with the handler shit and you got diego like oh lord there's a whole bunch of people in polyester and then dot says don't mess with case management and i love herbs stand down dot and then there's a briefcase on the table <laughs> luther decides to join old man five in the toilet who was looking at the eyeball and luther tells him yeah that was a waste of time don't know what it really connected to i was thinking is it a good idea to tell him this much information and then luther was like diarrhea of the mouth oh yeah and then the apocalypse happened it happened because vanya blew up the moon because apparently you know we were not nice to her as kids and <laughs> and the old man's like well that seems fair enough and then he convinces luther hey let's let, let me tell you something why don't we just jump forward in time make nice with vanya because 
you know, that won't be too hard. She won't blow up the moon. This will all go back to being normal. Except the photocopy must die. Oh, that's awkward. As screwed up as it is, he was making a whole lot of sense. Like, because at this point, young version of five has two apocalypse he's trying to stop and no options by doing exactly what this five is saying yeah they're gonna fix they'll go back to their timeline all their original family will be there but then they will abandon a second version copy of those so that's why i'm getting confused with this timeline shit because i think they're putting different versions of themselves out there in the universe and that's not good like they're already they're screwing the timeline up so bad so bad because now this like if this version of five still goes back to 2019 which he has to or the younger version doesn't exist he's gonna have a whole new set of information that he didn't have previously so what happens when he gets there and he runs into his family so they've already deviated and I only watch Flash that, you know, all I can picture is that whiteboard right now <laughs> that Cisco puts up showing Flashpoint. That's what has happened. And the Flashpoint paradox just seems to get bigger and bigger. Because even if they go back, that's still going to be something else. Because now you've already changed shit in the past. Oh. Both of the fives, though, are going through the paradox psychosis because he's itching. Luther's like, are you, you good? But both of them look at each other saying we accept the deal. And Luther's just like, okay, now I got to deal with two people who are probably going to experience homicidal rage at the same time. Vanya is back in her head at the table with the fam who are served brain and reginald encourages her to eat so that she remembers we see that she begins to but then she spits it back out and dad gets angry that she is rejecting her memory why would the people in the fbi room say what's going on with the lights was there no conversation over the fact that this girl almost killed me suffocated me and her eyes turn white and something supernatural seems to have a like why is the pentagon not here what, this is so dumb and then like oh well you know because the lights are flickering let's just go ahead and turn it up a notch and torture her more because that'll solve the problem she turned into jack frost right in front of your eyes and y'all talking about well i don't know what's going on harlan also is feeling what vanya's feeling and this is another problematic thing for me because unless Carl and Sissy were asleep, there's no reason why they ain't hear this boy making all of this noise in the bedroom. Ray is still slow on the sauce that his wife knows about killing and such because she's like, why do dead bodies need to be heavier when they dead? And he's like, oh, so you, you, you this ain't the first time? <laughs> Klaus's yeah was the cherry on top of that scene. Then Klaus and Ben share body swapping experiences. Ben says it was like he wanted to touch everything but felt nothing or felt like his body was made of air. And Klaus says, I just felt violated, basically. And then 
Wait, he did say a line that made me laugh. Oh shit, I forgot it now. Oh, he's like, it was like having sex with one of the lesser Baldwins. Like he's in there, but who cares? <laughs> and of course, Ray's watching. Klaus had this conversation with himself. Allison ain't tripping because she knows she's th- he's talking to Ben. And then Herb and Diego show up out of nowhere. And I once again laugh my ass off. This was one of the scenes that worked. When Ray made out, <laughs> he made that screaming noise. Like, ah! And then they drop the body. And Alice is like, what the fuck, Diego? And Herb is fangirling. He's like, it's number two, number three, and number four. We're going to have ourselves as an Umbrella Academy flush. <laughs> or a straight flush or something to that effect. I was like, I cannot with you. Diego's like, look, he's from the commission. Klaus is like, right. Why would you say right? Like, you were kidnapped by commission agents last season. So I thought out of everyone in this room, you would be the one that would say, oh yeah, that makes sense that there's a commission. I've seen them. Matter of fact, I've actually been through the fucking briefcase that shows you can teleport through time. So that's just a part of the writers completely forgetting Klaus's backstory for five seconds. Allison should have been the one been like, uh, what? Because she knows the least about the commissions. He says it's real and it's awesome. But Vanya is the one that causes the uh, nuclear warfare and the destruction of the world and so on and so forth. And it's going to happen in under an hour. So we really need to go. Ray is stroking out. I'm the one who sucks. I ain't going to be too hard on him because hearing the world's going to end in less than an hour and it's your wife's sister's fault and how many damn fucking members of your family do you have and why are they all white or different colors of the rainbow and also who's this little motherfucker in my living room? when Herb said there's a body in here he was like we can have that shampooed and we also have body removing removal services I was dying I love Herb (laughs) that also felt like a permanent goodbye when she's like I wish I could be here for your nervous breakdown but I gotta go I love you it was nice we know that he ain't going to the future he already made it clear that's not that's not for me I am like there's they just had a very interrupted goodbye but it was a goodbye and this feels like they're not gonna see each other ever again the way they had that shot of her leaving the house i feel like it was lila comes back to orientation and realizes reginald is in vanya's mind telling her that you are pretending to be someone else putting yourself in someone's family pretending to be a nanny this is her talking to herself but also the father's subconscious saying you need to face who you really are that that life ain't meant for you girl and just as the trio of family members get onto the elevator and allison says i hope we reach her in time i come on guys i don't need these stupid lines of dialogue that first it's in everything i hate it it's like the trope of the trope of the trope it's so done so overly done that just have them get on the fucking elevator that would have made the scene perfect no dialogue nothing again i wish we got more insight on how reginald also felt about his children um he did kill himself just to get them back together 
he believes that they are, despite all their failures, the people to save the rest of the world. He had that very brief conversation with Klaus in the Dead Man's Land. Klaus has not discovered any more of his powers this episode. So this is my thing. Klaus is in this building. This is episode eight. We got this opening scene where it felt as if everyone had grasped their powers in a much more uh, capable way and fashion. And yet, granted, 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 forget about time travel rules. Like basically once you go into time go back in time and change things like Elliot may have never died in the previous uh iteration of this and this all still led up to this event of being the explosion but how they got there is different right so maybe in that previous version when they destroyed the world they were all much more badasses at their powers because right now they still are subpar <laughs> because it does not look as if klaus is going to be able to conjure the dead a dead ghost army to attack anyone anytime soon although we we know now he can share his body with his brother that's kind of we also were getting there in season one so kind of let down on that and yeah i just i really need a lot more from the dad I, I think I made it clear I was disappointed at the last supper meal because I just wanted more. I, I want more of the the deep family issues that they have with the other great comedic timing that this show does with the music. If I could just get just just bit, I know I'm 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 needy, but it's a good thing to be needy because that means I just want more of your story. So they don't get there on time <laughs> Vinus starts to recall who she is and all the terrible things she's done and ha- what was done to her and she kills all the FBI agents they get off the elevator and have to huddle under a desk before Klaus says question what are we saving Vanya from again? And I love that Diego and Allison were like, the FBI. And then he's like, okay, yeah, that's what I thought. So they're all dead. Why is she still being in destructive mode? And that's when we see that Harlan's eyes have opened and changed just like Vanya's. And then that's how they ended the episode. And I felt some kind of way about how they ended it. It didn't feel as climatic as it was supposed to. And I guess that just leads to how I felt about the buildup. Because it should have been a much bigger moment. But we've been we've been figuring something's been going on with Harlan. That he is connected to Vanya. So this is not a surprise. But the way in which they even revealed the surprise didn't... Like, it would have been weird if he was in the kitchen. And then he, like, teleported Carl that's like oh shit like then i gotta move to the next episode versus he just opens his eyes and i'm still wondering how both parents are not addressing their son in distress (laughs) that's why if one or the other were in the room it probably would have been more impactful but those are just my thoughts of the episode overall i i enjoyed it i enjoyed the season a lot more than i enjoyed season two i hope the last two episodes they give us just a little bit more in the other bucket that I want but I can see uh 
it ending in a satisfying way whether I get what I want or not so that's how I feel let's see how others do in the feedback My bae Mimi is back this week with feedback on episode seven and eight. She says, what it do, Stina? I love saying what it do. It's just, it's just like, that's how you greet family. Like I go to my sister all the time. What it do, Ski? What it do? She'd be like, you are so dumb. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> okay, so I had already wrote out some thoughts about episode seven. So I figured I would just share them. So for this episode, I just want to point out that I think five is petty as hell. It sounds like Shy enjoyed the murder scene, but I personally thought it was excessive. Maybe he's unbothered by the thought of getting caught, but I feel like he's smart enough to figure out another way of killing the board members that's less messy than using a damn axe. Diego and Luther being dumb as fuck was the funniest shit ever. Calling an old lady named Olga Faroga. Like seriously, they were dead ass stupid and I laughed so hard. I don't speak Swedish at all, but even I could tell that the Oga for Oga was an eye for an eye. Like it was pretty obvious. So Luther and Diego dumb as hell. These are facts. And then Luther old soft ass when Oga asked who is this and this fool says his whole ass name Luther Hargreaves like who does that? Who calls and threatens an old lady and tells them your name? Either you make up a name or you let them know it's not important. Something like that, but under no circumstances do you tell them your real name. Also, Diego showed his stupidity once again, drinking anything given to him by Lila. That's Common Sense 101, and I was disappointed in him for allowing her, her to drug him. It should never have happened. No wonder Reginald dragged his ass. The whole clan be play, uh, being played like fools in one way or the other, like they're not superheroes with superpowers. I'm not even gonna waste my breath talking about Vanya and Sissy because this whole storyline is whack. Y'all know how I feel about Sissy. And I agree with you, Stina, that Sissy's husband has a right to be angry. Vanya lucky he ain't kill her ass and get his cop brother to hide the body because in 1960s white men got away with more and easily at that that's what I'm saying that is what I'm saying like I don't know why y'all keep acting like Carl the bad guy in this Carl is being uncanny lastly now why does the handler always like or look like Effie Trinket who that is if you know the name then you know I'm not gonna say anything further other than the joke I just made about Effie got me crackling, cackling, because I think that joke was funny as hell. I don't get it. Now I have to Google Effie Trinket. Fuck you for making me do work. But I want to get the joke. I want to laugh. And I don't know who Effie Trinket is. It may not be some weird. Hold on. dumb 
From the Hunger Games. Okay. I see what you're saying. And you are absolutely correct. It's exactly what she's being like. And that's why I probably hated on her. Because she did it right. Episode 8. See, this is why Vanya always taking L's because she don't fucking listen. Five told her ass he shouldn't take Harlan and Sissy with her to their time, but she didn't listen and here we are. Her ass getting tortured by the FBI, which is the fuse for the fucking apocalypse. I'm just gonna say this now, Vanya, some people are not meant to be in relationships because they can't get their personal lives together, which will always cause the fuckery to occur and i'm gonna need you to say or i'm going to go ahead and say that to you that is a very tongue-tying sentence right there young lady <laughs> i'm gonna need i'm gonna go ahead and say that to you we say that we don't spell those sentences out <laughs> those ain't real words I am so clowning both myself and you don't worry you're not alone in this because lord knows I can't talk and that's how I sound all the time (laughs) Klaus and Allison Klaus cracking me up with the line so are we burning or reburying when he came in the house and saw the dead Swede dead that shit was hilarious personally I'm mad as fuck that Allison didn't make it on time when Luther came to get her she had a choice between Ray who was supposed to be gone all day anyway and the possibility of seeing her daughter again and she chose wrong that is facts <laughs> she doesn't belong in the 1960s so she can or so she should have known once she found her siblings a time would come when she needed to go back and taking Ray with her is clearly out of the question so the fact that she was even still in the house for the Swedes to punch her in the throat was kind of ridiculous yeah I mean, did you really need a whole ass half an hour to have, like, I get that you're in love. You spent a year, um, maybe a year and a half being with someone. They mean something to you. I get that part of the argument because I know someone's like, you just can't get rid of someone you love. True. Very true. But there is the love of a man and there's the love of your child. And you ain't going to tell me they ain't different because they are. They just are so yeah she should have been in the damn fucking alley <laughs> point blank it didn't take that long to say goodbye uh she gave him a choice he said no okay well i have a deadline you was like 40 minutes overdue just just waiting around for the the clock to tick down i was hoping we got a conversation with allison and ben i just want the family to know that he's around and i also want them to give specifics about his death I'm impatiently waiting. I need these answers. I don't think they're going to answer that. Someone was like, oh, it's all evident, but uh, I don't know how it was evident. Maybe I'll go on Reddit and find that out as well. So Lila is crazy, but in a different way than we thought. She betrays Diego, drags him to the handler, talking about her boyfriend, basically forces him to join, and then is surprised when he doesn't do what she wants bitch who the fuck do you think you are raggedy bitch i roll <laughs> she, she had very quick precise feelings about lila side note diego should have probably stayed and watched more of that 90 minute introduction video because it seems like there's more to this company than meets the eye 
The family missed the chance to stop Vanya, so maybe if he'd seen more of the video, there might have been a way to give himself more time. They are all time traveling they are in the time traveling business after all. But what the hell do I know? I don't know what is supposed to happen, not supposed to happen. I am I don't even know if I want to know more because then I'll have to stitch the pieces together and I already found one huge ass wrinkle. I don't want that whole thing to just fall apart. <laughs> Finally, you were right about Harlan and Vanya, Stina. They're connected. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Harlan is the one that's controlling Vanya, right? I'm not sure. I am... I just think that the, like what he's feeling, she's feeling. Like when she saved his life she gave him must have given him like her life force as well so now it's i don't know how that shit works i just knew there must have been a i just felt there must have been a transfer of the way they did that scene but i don't know the specifics it seems to me that harlan took the wheel of their dual connection maybe trying to help her but now he's causing all of that destruction at the fbi office because if vina was controlling this then she would have stopped after she killed her captures right that's true so maybe you are on to something or maybe she's just so traumatic that she is not like the powers is like a defense mechanism right like when she was running in the woods from the swedes it was when the bullet was fired at her like she didn't make a conscious decision to do that it was self-preservation that kicked in like a survival instinct like a you watched um homeboys uh what is that called alter carbon when his suit just kicked in maybe that's what her powers are doing but maybe you're right that he's actually being the one that controls them that would be interesting and he's sensing her discomfort it'd be nice if he was like the psychically talk because i just for some reason want this boy to talk <laughs> that was an awesome cliffhanger ending and i'm looking forward to the next episode so she liked it so it's just personal taste I totally didn't see that coming. So next time, until next time, love, peace, hair grease, and black girl magic. Queen of the couch, Mimi out. She dabbing on it. Um, I'm gonna need you to close a uh, button up that blouse, ma'am. You're showing a lot of skin. Only she would know what I'm talking about. Last but not least, we have Queen Shy who says, "Hey, Christina. Well, we are getting down to the wire with the Umbrella Academy." I've actually been enjoying the season, so to think there's only two episodes left is sad to say. But all good things must come to an end. Sidebar, put a pin in that. Because I do have to mention that there are a few things out there in the world, in the roster, that I'm considering for October. Because, um, what's place in this is Chernobyl, but apparently that's only five episodes, so uh there's a show coming out called the third day in the mid of september and then there is another show called ratchet on netflix there is the new season of fargo with chris rock that comes out on the 27th of september and then there's a show out that's right now it's called raised by wolves it looks awfully interesting so i'm probably going to put those shows on a poll for october so at least they are giving us a little bit of content because i thought we were not getting anything else and then there are a few things to come out in october too 
that can be put on the schedule as exciting things to look forward to besides the Walking Dead finale, which you don't watch. So, you know, you could just binge that if you're ever <laughs> wanting to find something to watch. It's a great show. So let's continue on with our feedback. Just wanted to get that out there before I forgot. Um, she continues. Uh, I enjoyed or as for the episode, it was good. I enjoyed it. Had a lot of comedic touches in this one. Vanya, apparently the FBI thinks Vanya is a Russian spy, which I don't blame them for going there. During those times, Russia was considered a huge threat to the U.S., so it stands to reason some level of paranoia existed back then. Oh, girl, you do not even want me to start. Why you even, why you say that? Why did you say that? Why did you say that? <laughs> Was all of the fears regarding the, the nuclear missile crisis or the, the Cold War, were all those really founded? Were we really just being stirred up by a very, very cyclically paranoid, broken down FBI director, um, very corrupt politicians in which they were bugging people's uh, American citizens illegally. Uh, any group that was considered a, you know, not white were, were targeting games. How much was of these threats from Russia was we, I mean, cause you know, there there's there's a lot of stunting i've done a lot a lot of background work on it was close calls don't get me wrong don't get me wrong things got heated but that's because people were really the the other people luckily the president was not no bitch and was like okay look we we are we're letting the rumors take over and that's how we got there but rather it was understandable or reasonable i but you said paranoia, so you're not really validating. So I kind of went off on the deep end. <laughs> I just—I was just over the part where I don't blame them. I'm like, I do, dumbass motherfuckers. Especially you got this chick that has a Russian-sounding name, speaks Russian, and just appeared out of the blue. I will say that is suspicious. You are right. I am allowing my my personal uh for knowledge of history to cloud the scene i do that a lot sometimes it is a flaw i have i have clarified or have picked up about myself because so i've done that in another show too i'm like why am i even <sighs> jesus that's the times of course they're not <laughs> i had this eye that one scene she was using her powers but it only affected the one fbi agent i would think it should have affected old girl in the room too mm-hmm Vanya finally regains her memories thanks to dear old dad. Leave it to Reginald to trigger her into remembering. Why am I not surprised Vanya inadvertently sets off Doomsday? Homegirl can't catch a break. Seeing that Vanya and Harlan are connected was interesting. I'm wondering how that's going to come into play. Five and Luther. Five being more pissed off than worried that some siblings didn't make it to the meeting spot. He and Luther had me die in this episode. I like how there are side effects to interacting with yourself in certain timelines. I like also the fact that Five has read a lot about, like, because he references a direct thing in the commission handbook. So his foreknowledge really is, I think it's understated in the show. 
Five and his older self experiencing the stages of the paradox psychosis. I could have done without the farting. Yeah. I guess I'm still traumatized by those Merlin episodes. <laughs> Five trying to outsmart himself is hilarious to me. Five saying I don't trust him and Luther with a confused look on his face is like, but he's you. So done. Luther trying to keep up with two versions of five while they both went through the psychosis was so funny to me. It's also funny how the younger version of five is older than the older version of himself. That is really, really cute in a funny way. Klaus, Ben, and Allison. We're really counting Ben. <laughs> ben is starting to feel like a throwaway character, and it's not his fault. He's a he's a ghost what are you gonna do except have him interact with one like they did a good job with the diego thing but that's rare you're not gonna get him interacting with the family and i think after two seasons of it it's kind of like oh ben <laughs> like we love you but you're also kind of in this bubble storyline of klaus it's like an extension of klaus's storyline versus it's ben's storyline that was so nasty having ben continue to sit in the vomit yeah let's move on from that scene ray freaking the fuck out with some white dude dead in their living room was so on brand when klaus comes over and was so nonchalant about the dead body talking about how it's one of those kind of nights and are we burning or burying everyone loves that line i'm so through with klaus I know Ray had to be thinking, what kind of family did he marry into that finding dead bodies is the norm? That's what I'm talking about. Pause right here, because this actually brings me back to a point that Mimi made, brought up about Vanya. Vanya be trying to start a family, but girl, you ain't even dealt with your own shit. Like, you got bodies on you, my, my dude. You have legit murdered at least 20 to 30 people. <laughs> if not a whole entire population of the world so i feel as if sissy knew the real you um the real me <laughs> i'm always quoting the freaking expanse <laughs> but if she did know like she was freaking out when he was like being rude to the officers imagine like oh you slit your sister's throat oh my god you used to sleep with men too oh he was a serial killer and everyone kept telling you he was wrong and he himself in your face was pretty much acting like he was wrong and you was just like no i'm in love with him <laughs> you have so much you killed your fucking uncle okay you threw pogo through a damn antler so yeah you you got some shit you need to figure out before you ever need to talk about i'm gonna handle harlan no harlan needs he really does need his family back to her email i know it was traumatic but damn we see him figuring out the handler was shady as fuck so that should be interesting what he does with that info i would assume he's gonna want to go after her now oh you're talking about the swede i missed some words was that sweet guy really thinking about chopping his hand off because he killed his brother yes i know it was traumatic but damn nah that's that's fucked up i would shit <laughs> that seems fairly reasonable yeah i strangled him with my bare hands how do i get that blood away off of me yeah it's it's uh yeah he's not even in his right mind 
I think he would have just killed himself in that moment if he had not seen that can. He would have chopped off that arm and I think he may have uh, kept on because he has nothing left. Diego, is it me or did they have Lila acting dumb in this episode? Yes, they did. Maybe it's me because I'm not the biggest fan of hers at the moment. Her drugging him, kidnapping him, bringing him to commission, talking about he's her boyfriend and she wants him to join like some lovesick teenager. I'm sorry, what? How the fuck she thinks that's going to work? Why would she think he would just pick her over his family? Then she had, like she hasn't even spent time with him, right? And his family clearly seeing what they're willing to do for each other despite their acrimony. Then she had the nerve to just leave him in the class and be surprised he wasn't there when she returned. Really? That made no sense to me. Of course, Diego goes into the broadcast room with the help of Herb, who I took a liking to in this episode, finds out that Vanya is the catalyst for Doomsday and heads back to help her. I like how his thoughts weren't to kill her, but to help her. We've made progress. Yes, I think the best uh characterization this year as far as progress is luther and diego he drops it to allison's place much to the ever freak out of ray (laughs) and this episode meeting yet another random ass dude that ends up being allison's brother did herb acknowledge that ben was in the room i went back and watched that scene three times because i said the exact same fucking thing because you said two three and four but no two is um Diego three is Klaus and four is Allison so no he didn't he didn't say it uh but yeah I did think he said it at first um Diego Klaus Allison and Ben head out to rescue Vanya to keep her from causing doomsday that scene in the FBI building was nice Klaus was usual with his usual scary self talking about how the fbi guys are all sucking the ceiling why haven't vanya stopped yet with his scary self (laughs) good question i'm thinking vanya is obviously too far gone to stop on her own between what the fbi was doing to her and her memories being triggered they're gonna have to get to have to get her to try and talk her down i think that this is true i also just recently looked up electric shock therapy not because of this episode but for some reason that is not related to the now everyone's thinking what the fuck you doing in your personal life that you're looking up shock therapy uh no it was um what was i watching it was something else It, it got me to google it but it turns out that shock therapy oh that's what it was i was looking up retrograde amnesia and one of the causes was electric shock therapy that people being exposed to that can actually like it can fuck with your memories so if she is a traumatized person it makes sense that electroshock therapy would only cause her to regress further into herself when she's confronted with those memories so i think that you're right on i'm right on too um i think it's possible like what Shai said that maybe Harlan is trying to um or Mimi defend her in some way but I also think that she may have just recessed in her own brain and her powers are or the defense mechanism kicking in well those are my thoughts for this episode a bit of a lighter tone for most of it I guess to get us ready for the final two I like how we've gotten to see the different team ups of the siblings this season that's true Each has a unique dynamic that I've enjoyed. I'm not sure what to expect other than I'm sure they'll find a way to stop Vanya. 
I'm curious what role the Vanya slash Harlan link is going to play. That should be interesting. I was right with her carrying his autism, but he's more aware of the world around him. Hmm. You know, that's probably probably right with that i'm interested in getting y'all's thoughts on this one now i'm about to take a nap <laughs> until next time much love peace of black girl magic queen of the couch that is miss shy out yeah that's what i did my daughter took my computer said she wanted to play roblox next thing i know it's 11 o'clock i'm like okay so i'm ready to record and she's like can i just get 15 more minutes and then i lay down on my bed and the next thing i know my alarm was going off so that's what happened to this episode yesterday but we are getting it today we are also going to be doing and i i will remind myself to put it out there but i will be throwing out a poll or a few polls for the umbrella academy we're going i, I don't have my notebook let me see if i can find it somewhere around here but we are going to give like a end of the season awards like most valuable player uh I don't know what else I wrote down, but something fun for the last episode of the season. Oh yeah, like favorite character, favorite episode, uh, favorite song, favorite fight scene. It won't be on like a, like it'll just be regular polls. Matter of fact, I actually, I think I'll put them out. No, I'll put them out next week because well, I'll let them roll a week and then we will discuss everyone's results on the final episode. So if you want to send feedback for the penultimate episode of the Umbrella Academy, you can send that to blackocouch at gmail.com. You can also leave a comment below on this podcast. You can find Black Oak Couch reviews on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, and wherever else good podcasts can be found. My social medias will be below. Remember to like, share, subscribe. And if you have time, run over to iTunes, leave a review, or rate the podcast. It does help get some attention. Until the next time. Peace, hair grease, and black magic.